By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there would be no apologies given for the abstract and asinine comments made here by the host and their guests. With that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy your experience. We are in a pandemic. We are experiments. Are you ready? For episode 63 of the most ridiculously random pop culture podcast in the, the 719. Yo, where the captures at? Why <laughs> YWDCA. Again? Ross Kellerman. Can you, can you tell the, the listeners what does YWDCA stand for? Oh, you skipped. I, I mean, you... Sh- oh, boy, I thought you was Chris from doing your Chris Rock impersonation. But... <laughs> Let me let y'all know. This is Stephen K. Smith. But YWDCA stands for... Where the Cowboys at? I know where they ain't going to be at. Hell no. The Super Bowl. Because let me tell you something about the Dallas Cowboy fan base. I cannot stand the Cowboys fan base. They are the most nauseating group of people ever. I mean, I love Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is a good friend of mine. I love him so much. He had me in his yacht. Good to him. His son, too. Stephen Jones. Love him. But the Cowboys. Blasphemy. Wait, you ain't talking about his other son, Tony Romo? The unalit- the unalitigated gall of you to even bring up Jerry Jones adopted son, Terry Romo. Tony Romo. No show Romo in the playoff Romo. But Dallas Cowboys haven't been in the last time the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl, I had a fro, Max. A fro. My hairline was four feet on my head. What you think the fans should stay off of? <laughs> See, now that might be the problem with the NBA fan situation. Now that the weed is legalized everywhere, the weed got these people acting a goddamn fool. I mean, throwing popcorn, spitting. You ain't no snake. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm the host of this podcast, Kills for Show, a.k.a. I am the host. Joins with me always is my bro host. Russell Tinkoyo. A.K.A. questioning why the fuck he named himself. I am the hoe. <laughs> I am the hoe. We'll get to that. And joining joining us today, as always, it's our guy. We just found out that his middle name is Elijah. Elisha. Elisha. Hmm. Hmm. There was Elijah, who was a prophet, yeah. and then his uh, the person who he mentored, who took a spot, was named Elisha. Oh shit! That yo, so your life was always destined to be a youth pastor. <laughs> but you hear him? That's the man, the none other, the myth, the queer legend, Whoa. Daniel Ross. Call me by my name. Is that a little nice X reference? Yes. Aww. Aww. <laughs> you do it your queers. That's what's up. Yeah, I've been heard that song like three times in the oh, past few days. Speaking of which, his new song, like, like, was it Sundown or It's Sundown, yeah. That shit's sad as fuck. I didn't realize it was that sad when I listened to it the first time. I'm like, this cool. And I was listening to the lyrics. Like, uh, oh, he's talking about kids. I, uh-huh. I heard that and I was like, oh, I'm going back to Montello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Montero. Montero. Yeah, Modelo. Cerveza. Cervana. Ciroc. Chop, rock and jock, jock jams. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yo, this is your first time listening, man. You being for a treat because niggas are hungover. My body feel like I was fighting Broly and shit. <laughs> Same. My, <laughs> my emotional state is black tears. <laughs> No, <laughs> sorry, emo group, rude. Black Tears. Yeah, and that's the name of the first album, My Emotional State. Yep. Oh, damn it! I got cars to design too. I got stickers <laughs> to design. I don't need a fake emo group to sit here and try to figure out the fucking cover art and do all this backstory. <laughs> but my emo name is going to be Philadelphia. It's gonna be Philly. Because you and your Phillies. Yes. I didn't mm-hmm. think about that, but you smart, though. But anyway. <laughs> That's why I'll be the one producing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today it rained inside my brain because I couldn't get 
over the pain of you. Oh. But were you even there for me? Even though you said it was our destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Today was a day like tomorrow. Because it keeps happening again. I'm a loser. And every sense of the word. Because no matter what I do. No game of play. I see not to win. I can't. Begin to pretend that I cannot say this, but one thing I will always miss, that was the opportunity for a kiss oh, ah, that I never got, that I never got, it's the kiss that I never got, 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 from the girl that was hot, guess what, that girl was you, yeah, you, but I <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be bad <laughs> Anyway, let's let's get to it. Let's get this shit going. And we always start the show over. Yo, what's popping? Where we go around? Let's talk about some of the headlines that's been going on in pop culture and geekness and the world of geekness over the last week. And of course, Ross, go ahead and start the shit off with some wrestling shit. Really? <laughs> uh, Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> like the energy, I feel. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> while we were getting fucked up this weekend and playing DD, uh, AEW had their first full capacity pay per view match mm. uh, event, double or nothing. So, you know, I had to waste a good five, well, four, well, yeah, five hours. But, um, Within that, the big news that happened, uh, just alone right now, Kev's show is great. Probably the best triple third match ever between Pop, Kenny Omega, and Orange Cassidy. Mm. I'll tell you how. I asked for the belt. Yes, I'll tell you how that shit finished. That's probably like one of the best ways of finishing a triple third match. Um, Brittany, Dr. Britt Baker has now officially became the new AEW Women's Champion. And. Probably one of the best AEW tag team matches between John Moxley and Eddie Kingston and uh, the Young Bucks Work. was probably great. Um, but yeah, every match was doing well. Leo Rush made his AEW debut. Oh, that's what that nigga is? Well, no, he's actually in New Japan, but the thing is, every double or nothing is there. Battle Royale drunk. Work, because he did get that little push, too, so I, I just realized I ain't seen him in a minute. Well, he left WWE and went straight to New Japan. Oh, word. Uh, once he got released. Uh, but, um, every, during this casino battle royale, they have one special wrestler that's not signed or whatnot come. Uh, but with this talk of the New Japan, WWE is trying to get exclusive rights to New Japan wrestling. Why you say? Because not only does New Japan want to be extended out here so people could know about strong style wrestling, but because Daniel Bryan said he would love to wrestle for New Japan and WWE interchangeable. So this is WWE's one of the few attempts to still get Daniel Bryan and have him resign. Um, and also too, Kels, another match you might want to see from that double or nothing, Merrill versus uh, Lance Archer. And Sting actually wrestled debut in ring for the first time in over five years. Word. Did not. <clears throat> everybody thought he would just do a little few bumps and whatnot. Nope. Crossbody from not even top row, from off the stage. Mm. But yeah, Sting got it. He had, he back back surgery and that DDP yoga. It helped. But yeah. <laughs> DDP, yeah. I mean, it's a bang. It's a bang, baby. Because we did. Word, that's what's up. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check out those matches. And um, Amazon is out here buying more shit. Cause they oh just, yeah, they, they just bought um bought uh, MGM, MGM Studios. Yeah, so I think it's say like five point eight billion dollars or some shit like that. Yeah. So now they have what the Tomb Raider movies, the Creed, Rocky shit, and most importantly, uh, James Bond. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with those franchises. This is moving forward. Uh, Daniel Craig's last James Bond, right? 
He said that shit like four bonds ago. Even like the first one he come, I was like, man, I don't think I'm gonna be doing this shit much longer. He said that on Octopussy, and that was like four movies ago. He wasn't in that. He wasn't Octopussy. I think Octopussy was in it, but. Octopussy might have been in it, but Octopussy was um, originally like a Roger Moore. Right? It was Roger Moore? Yeah. Well, the one with Dave Bautista, he said that was supposed to be his last. And yeah. I think I, that's the last one. <laughs> I think that might be the last one and the last one I haven't seen. Cause I actually like the Daniel Craig um, James Bonds. I'm mm-hmm. not like the biggest James Bond person, but some of the movies was like just legit movies. They just happened to be I'm with James Bond. The one with um, uh, Javier Bardem. Um, Are you talking about when he had that shit in his jaw and he took it out and his face swamp? That shit was cold. I'm be honest, I have not seen any of his bonds. Oh, uh, I've only good. seen one scene, which is when he, well, actually two scenes, which is when he saved O'Shore, his love interest, and when <laughs> he fucked everybody up after he lost. And his that's love a D too. <laughs> this James Bond be fucking niggas up. He got fucking hands. He don't give a shit. He beat he niggas up. Inside the room, uh, Coliseum. Yeah. That scene is the only scene of James Bond I've seen. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I might have to fuck with this little Yeah, yeah. Speaking of a uh, remake, Henry Cavill will star in the new Highlander series, or film, I should say. Um, yeah, that's been in works for a long time. And like years ago, uh, Ryan Reynolds was con- uh, attached to play the um, lead role in that movie. I don't know if it's going to be based off the previous film, um, film series or if they just going to go to a whole new direction, but it will definitely it's be interesting to see that. In the development, I want to say it was like a soft reboot. Yeah, and Highlander is like one of my favorite properties of all time. And it's like really a cult classic too. So now I'm thinking about it, it's like sci-fi as fuck and it's alien it really shit. And it's like, but the lore is kind of all over the place too, but it's weird, but in a good way. If you've never seen any of the Highlanders, definitely check out the original two. Because they made some more after one. The original two is what goddamn, um, Dame Dash was in one. Maybe four or five was probably all. And then they had the last Highlander when the two, Michael uh, McLeod oh, and Duncan McLeod, had to fight each weird. other. And that was emotional as fuck. That one was good, too. And they had the TV series. And one of my favorite Queen songs. No, my favorite <laughs> Queen song is... Um, Prince of the Universe from the Highlander soundtrack. Actually, I think the one that was in development yes. was going to follow the TV uh, series. No, no, no. I am immortal. Da, 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 the universe. <clears throat> the devil. That's no all we need. Really. My... But then it gets all like Queenie. Like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, no, keep that. Um, then I get all Queenie with it, but it is, it is what it is. I mean, that queen. Problematic. Yeah. I'm a little sneaker. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson has been cast as Craven the Hunter. Yes, he's gonna be Craven the Hunter. Not um Jason Momoa, not George Dylan Mongolo or whatever you say his name. Oh, uh, my Not any other wrestler. It's gonna be Aaron Taylor Johnson, former Quicksilver. Yes. Now he's gonna be Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Okay. I'm not mad at it. Like, I don't like him as an actor, but it's just interesting, like, some of these character actors getting these same gigs or get to play the same, or different characters in the same universe. So I guess uh, Chris Evers never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> but now my oh. question is, are they still going to do the Craven solo movie, or is he just going to pop up in no the next Spider-Man? Because they said, rumor is, now that he cast, they might throw him in, Into like, an end credit type scene. Or then also he pop up in Black Panther too now since uh, Ryan Coogler wanted Craven the Hunter to be like the villain in the first Black yeah. Panther, but Sony shit that couldn't happen. Um, and talk about some Disney um, Plus series real quick. Loki hasn't even came out yet, but season two is about to start filming. Season two is about to start filming soon. I really, <laughs> I, I really appreciate that um, these aren't just going to be one offs. Yo, some of them like Loki, cool. Yeah, like I think Scarlet. Um, Wanda Vision is Wanda Vision. Yeah, Wanda Vision once once um, season cool with that. Um, Captain America and Winter Soldier. If we all get another too. movie, I'm fine with not getting another series. But like maybe I see Moon Knight having multiple series yes. seasons. I think Ironheart might be a one and done. Well, maybe maybe a one and then set them up on Look, the Young Avengers Champions, or, or mm-hmm. even with Kamala um, Khan. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. uh, she could get a season two, yeah. or but she also gonna be in the Marvels as well. So yeah. what are you about to say, Ross? I mean, since we still on Disney Plus bullshit talking. I mean, James, I'm, for those that ain't 
these two ain't seen it. I think this Mighty Ducks game changer might get a second season. Is it any good? Oh, it's because it's over, right? It's over. Yeah. Oh yeah, so that explains why they're showing all the commercials. Yeah, it's a it's a nice ten episodes. Yeah, just, if you're for all of us old Mighty Ducks, I fans, love the old Mighty Ducks. We get enough Mighty Ducks reference that it's not like they're shoving it into our face. Yeah, like they're not doing a knuckle puck every episode. Oh no, literally, does Kitty pop up? No. Okay. Literally, to be honest, <laughs> we so only, can't afford them. I know. I'm gonna say this. To be truly honest. There's only one episode where we get the original ducks. That's and, and just to make it even more beautiful, sweet, they play against the they play against the team that bomb base teaching. But what are they called? The, the... They're called the Don't Bombers because technically the real Mighty Ducks became an organized franchise. Yeah. Franchise. The main character kid got kicked out. Oh, mom started his own I'm glad y'all you mentioned that because that's gonna come up in this next subject after I say this little piece of information. But Okoye. Played by um, Danielle. You seen Black Panther? She's from The Walking Dead, Michelle. Michelle. Um, she's officially been cast in the Black Panther um, series, uh, War of Wakanda. So, nice. but obviously, of course, why wouldn't she be in it? Um, yeah, so she's the first um, person cast in it that series. If oh, they so cast it now, already done with the movie. They yeah, so if the they cast it now. Movie. It might yeah. start going in production sometime later this year. So that shit gonna be out. When Black Panther 2 comes out. Probably yeah. right after this. Or the lead into it. Lead into it. Lead into it. Okay, yeah, because they also be start because they are supposed to be starting filming that as well soon. Um Did y'all hear about the so-called rumor that the Eternals might drop a mutant? Oh yeah, that's mean? that's like everybody's number one theory, because the Eternals are the reason for mutation in the humans. Why um or, or which which uh, mutant are they saying? No, no I'm just no, saying mutants saying the mutant in general. Like the mutant the mutant gene. Gene's gonna be that's like how they gonna do, it, yeah, I follow comment uh, explain his like theory. Like you just could say once people got snapped back, it activated their gene, but not everybody's gene is gonna be activated. Yeah. Or like low key Hydra the whole time knew about the gene, but didn't know it was the gene. So you got like Wolverine Saber Two be kind of like Winter Soldier esque. Like they were doing all that shit. That's why. People might not know about it because they was that clandestine. Okay, just like yeah. nobody knew about the Winter Soldier, even though... Black Black's project was um, very covert. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the Powerpuff Girls pilot is being reworked because it was hot doo-doo water. Because I said before on this podcast, <laughs> Motar, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it, to see how bad it is. But I did not know how bad it was going to be. the Because the, the pilot script leaked. And a lot of people thought it was fake because it was so bad. So check this out, y'all. <laughs> no, no, check this out. Donald Faison <laughs> plays Professor Protonium, but his partner okay. was named Mojo, and he came up with Chemical X. And Professor Plutonium took Holy. it, took the credit from him. He also had a son. Guess what his son's name is? Mojo. No, Jojo. And he, Jojo is the mayor of Townsville, not the mayor. And then there's no Miss Be- uh, Bellum. There's some other character. But then, but, but, but then JoJo also has a monkey. And at the end of the script, uh, the episode, it's like, yeah, we'll get him, Dad. So somehow the dad mind got trans- in, uh, um, transplanted into the monkey. But check this out. Blossom killed Mojo. They don't say how she killed her. But Blossom said, they said Blossom ain't been the same since she killed Mojo. Buttercup, which oh, we she all, out here putting bodies? Buttercup, bodies? Yeah, Buttercup, which, which we all know is going to be the lesbian. There's like a scene where they come in the house, you say, <laughs> and like, oh, you got him in to interrupt. And her girlfriend's like, no, nah, I think six times is good. I'm cool. Like, oh, Blossom, Buttercup, out here, out here? And then they like, something, something. Well, I'm surprised Butter, Bubbles here instead of lying her back like she usually doing. And but Blossom always, I mean, uh, yeah, Bubbles always wanted to be a slut. So everything that these girls are talking about is all slutty shit. And I then, can't wait for and it. then the kicker, <laughs> these niggas like, yo, yeah, they had this cartoon based on us. They did that without our permission. That's why it was whitewashed. <laughs> you, 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 had, you had the audacity to try to pull this semi woke shit. Those little white girls didn't do nothing to nobody but gave us joy and laughter for years. 
How dare you shit on the source material <laughs> like that? Whoever is a CEO of CW is out here throwing this dumb No, then he had to come out there and do, like, say, like, nah, you know, with Polly, some things change, so we're going to rework it. No, you got to you gotta rewrite the whole series. Nigga, you got a whole dumbass agenda out here. That's exactly. why Supergirl, floppity flop, after season two. I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> you gonna sit there and say, that's why I was whitewashed. Them girls, without those little white girls, you didn't have this show. Now, now if you can talk shit about that if, reboot one. Now, yeah, if it wasn't, now, if they didn't have a good script and had that joke in there, it'd be something. No, it, it, was, it, was, it still it's still no, was. No, it's no, still was. It's still was. You don't make that joke. But CW's still good, right? No, CW's no, still no, good. No, it's not. No, no. Lois and Superman is legit. Oh, bro. That's just like, without question. I'm I ain't gonna even tell you the twist. I have a super twist that did. Blew my be- brain out to the fact that I was like, when Kelsey see this twist, he called me. And I did too. But yeah, so they was doing that nasty shit. I'm like, y'all, damn, they mentioned Book showed the Roddy Rough boys in there and they did, so they all gonna be fucking. But it's just like, y'all doing these cringy ass jokes, trying to be cheeky, trying to be woke, and nobody's here for that shit. And plus, they're not even girls, so you should call the series Power Power Puff. Should just call it Power Puff. And you still could do it dark. You still could do this, but they should just give me my goddamn forty four hundred, which they already confirmed was coming this year. Already was supposed to be slated yeah, to come and out of last course, year. Yeah, of course, gonna have the mayor, like the new mayor Shit. run for elections, gonna be a woman. Then they make them joke about all oh, white males, this and that. It's like, oh man, like yo, <laughs> now you gonna make me be on the white guy side? Like, can you leave me alone? Can you not on me, you don't have to say it. We get it. Just do it. Like, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a gender fluid. I'm be honest. Not even Batwoman be going this heavy. Someone on online <laughs> said the Powerpuff Girls script is somehow worse than Batwoman. Yes, just from me telling that I heard that. That's from, oh, yeah, yeah. from that script. I can literally say the trailer for when Batwoman come back. Someone dead. Don't know who. And the thing but someone dead. Like, what was going to be the what's going to be the overall plot of this show? Either since they left, they stopped being heroes a long time ago. They left the city. And went and do other shit. So what brings them back? And who are they supposed to fight? And why are they back to power now? Like literally. exactly, like they and they wearing literally the same outfits from the cartoon, and nobody that ain't they didn't even modernize it. They it's literally like some cosplay, <laughs> straight up. We got this from Party Cities. They literally went to Jessica Neri and said, "Make this as easily basic." As no, Jessica Neri. Jessica Neri would no, her, like her shit slap her because she did a pop up girl. I know her shit slapped ten times better yeah. than that. But they could have ruffled the outfit. Nah, they, they didn't. They didn't that shit. No, straight up, just straight. They grabbed piece of cloth and. Oh yeah. So also shit, with the, they're keeping the same writer to rework the new the episode because they ain't paying. Get a new writer. Exactly. No, nah, because they already invested. They already invested in. And that's the episode. pilot. What about everything uh-huh. after? What about the, the rest of the yeah. Yeah. So that let me look. Yeah. They read literally. They rewrite a pilot. Go and test it. See if people actually like it. If not, probably get a new writer and still rewrite. Yeah, the I'm trying to get up. this shit off the ground. But you could pause the turd all you want to. It's still gonna be a turd. They need to just give me my forty four hundred. So oh, shit. Why WDCA seventeen <coughs> is the playlist for this month? Mm. Um, some of the songs that you can find on there will be um, "Live to Survive" by Mo. Um, girls like sets by L Divine. That's a little cool song. Like, like it's basically white girl walk. Like, yo, I like the fuck. I ain't really trying to do anything with you outside, but right now, dude, I like sets. Girls like sets. I could be a little aggressive. It's the indie punk so it's, it's legit. Um, see, Creature of Habit uh, is a new single from JoJo, and that's cool. Um, Killer Remix is by Eminem, the boy Jack Harlow, aka the G Easy of the East Coast, and Corday. And oh, I heard that literally on my yeah, right today. Like, that boy, Marshall Mathers. This motherfucker can rap. <laughs> and long story short, he's the reason I ever started writing rhymes because I bought his first album, the Slim Shady LP, from a blockbuster music. Yes, a blockbuster music. That's how old I am. I was in, believe, in the eighth grade, and I heard that shit. I was like, oh, I got to try to see if I can do this shit. And it was funny, too, because I was at work, because that's how emo was. I was like, man, I want to read my old notes, see, get back in my feelings. Facebook removed the note section. So now I got to literally go through all my old no- notebooks, which I've been meaning to go Wait, do. they removed the note notes. section? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I've been meaning to go through all my note- old notes of rhymes, raps, and poems, and just rewrite them and compile them into a new 
notebook so I can have them all there since they're on Facebook. Now I just can't tell girls like, yo, I used to write, yo, go to my notes. Yo, don't you know, read that shit. Like, bro, all my phones on blog site is literally lucky I didn't remember my link. But yeah, if yeah. I didn't remember my link, them shits would be gone. Yeah, yeah, then um my girl, the Veronica's dropped the new album called Godzilla. And it's cool. If you know the Veronica's, they had the hit single back in the day called Forever. Oh, then they had um um I feel so brand new. Uh, 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 can't miss this. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, that was one of the songs. Um this chick Nicole Miller dropped the album called Are You Kidding? I like it. It's poppy. It's fun. And of course, R.I.P. Comment. DMX, drop the S and S. And the album is it's what you want from X. You got Nas, Hove, Got it, the Locks, Cheek Luge, Jada Kiss, The Boy Ghost, you know him, Styles Pete, and everybody else on the album, man. <laughs> Lil Wayne, oh, and Lil Wayne, back to Lil Wayne, he was rapping, rapping on that shit too. So if you have not checked out DMX album, you have to listen to that shit. And once again, RP Dark Man X. You will forever live in our hearts and our minds and our soul. Hip hop forever. Hip hop life. Any song recommendations you want to shout out? Uh, no, sir, because I've literally only been listening to Chai, Chai. and all my anime theme songs. Word. Then I fell down a rabbit hole watching all these videos to these songs I listen to every day. I'm like, I've never seen a video. I'm like, oh, damn, these songs are like eight years old. There's one group called The Vines. It's like uh, emo pop. Um, group I think out of LA they got some really fun songs too but um yeah so with that being said it's time for us to start this yo we kicking out and today we'll be geeking out about the HBO Max series not the real HBO but the HBO Max series called that damn Michael Shea and it's created by Michael Shea if you're not familiar he's one of the head writers of SNL and he does the weekly week the weekday Weekend update with Colin Host and Colin no, Host. Not, just, not just one of the head writers, the first, first black, black head yes. writer. And Ch- Ch- Colin Yost, who also is banging Scarlett Johansson. Maybe, and I don't know if he's literally doing it right now, but why wouldn't you? But Ooh, mm. misogynistic. Oh, man, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, as you were saying. Oh, well. That's why you get a partner. You put yourself in them. Mm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Not always. Yeah. Tomato, potato. <laughs> tomato, potato. Tomato, potato. Yes. I had a picture in my locker in high school. Nigga, that was my wife. I was so disappointed when I found out she had kids. <laughs> or I was pregnant, man. But I'm seeing emotions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it's my period. Oh, it might be my cycle week. Yo, what's in retrograde right now? Where the moon at? Oh, like, I need to know these things. In the sky. My nipples all since I feel bloated. Shit, it might be my time, man. We all Damn. going through it. I know. <laughs> but all right, the Michael Shea show, it's like a sketch. Yeah, it's, it's a sketch show, but at the same time, he sits down, he gives you the intro into, like, not necessarily the bits. He just gives you a perspective. Then the whole series is more or less, like, an anthology as well. And mm. he touches on a lot of things in, like, black culture, hip-hop culture, politics, and just, like, life from his perspective. And it's legit just to see it. Another show like this with a funny um, individual giving you his viewpoint on things. And because I, I was a fan, because I've been a fan of Michael Che since I've seen him on SNL, because I watched SNL in spurts. And also, if there's ever a black host, I'm always going to watch black hosts because they're always going to be funny. And then we can update his own, own shit I watch regularly. I go to YouTube, go straight there and get my hee hee and ha ha's on. But um yeah, the show is uh man, it's legit, it's funny. I could easily best now actually hearing you talk about it, it just popped up in my head. It's literally a black lady sketch show in the format of instead of it's a uh pandemic apocalyptic event, it's more of him talking about the lineup of him about to start his HBO's uh, special, yeah. but it's within the they don't specify days or months but building up to it so he's going through like each episode's a certain theme so the first episode's breakup I want to say if I remember no the first episode's the police one The police. <laughs> yeah it's the police Okay. yeah cause that one focuses on like 
trying to help men relationship between the police and the community, but at the same time, seeing the police still be like police. And then they bring up a subject matter that, that a lot of, um, I guess I that some black people bring up too. It's like, like how do you be a black police officer? Also, it's kind of like, how do you be black in the military? Like you're defending the country, that shit's on you. Treat you like second class citizen. And you're also doing a job that caused a lot of black people pain, uh, locking up um, other black people and the shooting, unjust killing of black people, but not necessarily just black people, but black and brown and anybody because the cops kill a lot of people in this country. And then they have a whole skit about his, his brother being a cop and his mom finding guns. Like, I wish he was selling drugs instead of being a police. Like, so you're going to lock me up if I do something? And it's like... But it's all about the morality, and it's also like you can't change a structure from the outside. You kind of got to be in the infrastructure to create real change, and that's how a lot of black people feel about that too. Like, oh, let me be one of the good ones. Let me police my neighborhood, and that's why you don't have a lot. Because back in the day, a lot of cops were, had to live in the neighborhood they patrol because you have that sense of community and familiarity. Then you just could talk to a kid. You could say, hey, bro, what you doing? You know, your mom's wouldn't like you doing that. Like, go home. Like, Mr. John, like, you just know each other, so you don't have to lock them up. You just could talk to them and send them on their way. But if you're not from the community and you only see a certain people as the worst type of people, you're going to be more likely to treat them like that. And once again, once you know you could get away with doing some shit, why should you care about the people? But they took like all of that just in these sketch in a very funny way as well. Um, I would say one of my favorite episodes is episode three, which is titled Sex Workers, which does not start off as that. We're already, they set up that there's a mandate for the uh, pandemic. It's one of his good friends just gets shot in the drive-by. But instead of calling the ambulance, they're subjugated to basically getting the lift to get to the hospital. Yeah. They get denied the lift ride because at first he the lift driver thinks he's sick and gonna throw up and puke, but once they say he's shot, he lets them in. But due to the fact that there's a mandate on the mask, <laughs> they got masks that got sent out. Yeah, and, and that's funny too. Like, and that's what's sad. A lot of people think the same shit. Like, oh. I don't know. I ain't getting an ambulance. Somebody take me. Or like, fuck, I can't afford an ambulance, so I'm going to die. I have that thought like every time. Like, yo, so, I, mean, I cannot afford an ambulance. I don't have to walk there or get an Uber. So it's funny. Like, he did that sketch. I'm like, that's been a thought that goes through a lot of people's brains when they have to be put in that situation. <laughs> and like you said, like, they, then they end up on the train. <laughs> They get there. Oh my, that best scene ever. And they get yelled at by somebody. And like a couple people, yeah, a couple people on train, they get yelled at for not wearing masks. But the great person is one dude's literally pointing at the mask, pointing at the sign with a mask. And Michael Chase, like, no. He's like, why aren't you looking? He's like, you ain't going to just look at the sign. He's like, no, because you're naked. Yes, this naked nigga on the train with a a mask. A homeless naked man with a mask. Then he. Randomly pulls out a mask out of nowhere. <laughs> and, like, Here, and it's dirty as fuck. They always have one. And they always have no, one. No, <laughs> but that's not the kicker, Daniel. They decide to put it up online because silly, hilarious thing. They've been going on, his homeboy been going on live through since he's been shot. So you so live chatting or live okay. recording. Out 34 and... for viewers. <laughs> but <laughs> the homeless dude pulls out a phone and puts them on his live. <laughs> that's just like where the fuck he get the phone from <laughs> and then also like Michael Shea's homeboy was talking about like yo if I die I have so and so do my painting have, cause he do the Dragon Ball Z here don't have the other dude do it cause he can't paint hands <laughs> really that's all his problem was the fact that the dude could not airbrush his hands he and, did not want it and then at the end of the episode like he quote unquote dies but then it just shows a moral for everybody that died in the episode cause of COVID and then everybody had their moral with the Dragon Ball Z here and it's once again funny cause like niggas fuck with anime so it's like oh shit no and what makes it reference. more funny is it's a callback because earlier in the episode they makes a joke about a bunch of Karens talking about why they can't wear masks. One lady literally is like, I can't tell if a baby's smiling at me or not. <laughs> they show that she just literally jumped in the tr- front of the train to commit her death. Yes. Oh, man. Then another 
one of my favorite sketches too is the Tuskegee experiments. Oh, so basically, who, super spreader. What's your name? <laughs> the super spreader. Tommy Twan. Because basically, it was, you know, talk about why black, a lot of black people don't want to fuck with that vaccine. It's all because it's Tuskegee. If you're not familiar with this Tuskegee um, experiments, Google it. Long story short, they experimented on a lot of black people, giving them syphilis, this, that, and third, not telling them what was really going on, using them as lab rats, you know, the government. And what made it even more poignant was the fact that this just came out after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America and the Winter Soldier ended, and they talked about the same shit with um, the boy um, Eliza. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, like, crazy, like, the timing with that. And then they talk about Tuskegee and his show, and he's, like, telling his girl, like, no, nah, the white man experimented on me. That's why I was gone. I was out there cheating. Oh, there cheating? Nah. <laughs> Boy, you crack a shoulder up crafty. They are sneaky. <laughs> How come this baby showed up at the porch? It's not my baby. Hey, where are your draws? <laughs> well played, crackers. Well, well played. played. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit was too fucking funny for no damn reason. And then they had a whole bit when they in the barber shop. That's the mark of the beast. Yeah, yeah, that's the mark of the beast. Cause <laughs> Black people always want to blame some shit on the devil. Did you read the Bible? Nah, but I read some of it, though. And they always think, and they just go back to a time like them always blaming some shit on the mark of the beast and go back through history, but they stop at slavery huh. because the Bible wasn't introduced to the black people until we came to America. So that was, I didn't realize that shit until like the third time I watched it. Like, oh shit, that makes sense. But even in then, it's like they were talking about like circumcising your kids. That yeah, that vaccine gonna ain't nothing worse than a, a fucked up kid. Might, yo, the I might make them little snowy. My kid retired. He was like, yo, bro, like, bro, chill. Yeah, make make them gay and shit too. Like, yo, yo. <laughs> and that's also respect. Even in the barbershop, like, bro, you can't. Nah, I know this is a shot, but you express yourself. But bro, that ain't cool. And you got like seven kids. Like my wife probably vaccinated. Like, I did. She could take that vaccine, but not me. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I got the herpes pill. Like, no, we don't got no, we don't need a herpes vaccine. Like, one, two, three, four, five people here. One of y'all got herpes. Oh, yeah, he did the math. He's particularly thinking. Oh, shit. Who ain't got herpes? Not me. Yo. No. That's why we keep our friends groups to a certain number. Oh, y'all stop having hoes. <laughs> and speaking of hoes. But, uh, <laughs> I will laugh. I'm not gonna lie. I really thought with the sex worker episode, he was going to therapy. For real. And then you come to find out, no, it's a prostitute, and she doesn't know that she's actually actually paying a therapist until like she starts realizing she's going weird. And Which, she's also from SNL as well. And the pure fact that she called herself a prostitute, and he keeps on politically correcting her and calling herself a sex worker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One nice little extra touch, as well as the fact that he got a black maid, and they're talking about how black people get into Hollywood either had to do some gay shit or a blood sacrifice yeah, family. Yes, and, and that's true. Like we all talk about, because that's the thing too. Do white people talk about that with about white celebrities? Oh, he had to sell his soul to the devil. Or, nah, he's gay. That's how he got it wrong. It's like like the black community is so homophobic, <laughs> and it's just like you would think we wouldn't because. You know how it feels to be also stars are treated differently because of where you are. But now, and a lot of that has to do with religion because the backbone of most black culture and neighborhoods and just family structures is the church. So it's like once that shit starts changing there, then it can be easier for everybody just to be accepted, which always baffles my brain because the whole Bible is about love thy neighbor, but not that nigga gay. So it's like you can't love him now. Like, oh, that's counterproductive. That's not what Jesus was about. He's like, yo, I can't, I can't kick it with the lepers and the whores. Mary Mandolin. Mandolin? Mary Mandolin. That's, that's Magdalene. Mag? Mag. Magdalene. 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 Like Magdalene the Stallion. <laughs> but yeah, she was a hoe. He, he kicked it with the buzz with the hood niggas. He wasn't kicking it with the rich folks because Jesus loved everybody. He came from dirt. He built the <laughs> dirt. And he returned to the dirt. After he got stabbed in his back from his peoples. With Judah. The same people that said he told him not to treat me like a god. I am a man. Don't turn me into religion. Then it's when turn this nigga into a whole ass religion. <laughs> but anywho. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I mean, that was just practice what I preach. You know, exactly. Just walk around and teach everybody in kindness. Yeah. And, I break bread with all y'all feet. All y'all ask for nothing in return. Do you want to know something that you could have lived your whole life without knowing? What? Um, the term washes, the, the, when they would wash each other's feet, is a euphemism for sex. It's like a, um, yeah. Hmm. So we out here hearing, they already talk about orgies in the Bible? Oh, yeah, they was hard. Oh, yeah, I was waiting. Especially when you realize that the Last Supper, Jesus washed all of his disciples' feet. Oh, they was boy fucking. Boy, the king can have many of it. All the kings that were. 12 dudes don't just hang out with you in the desert for no reason. That makes sense because the dude, the white, because <laughs> the white Jesus that we see everywhere is actually the painter's gay lover. So the Jesus we all saying that is a gay man. Huh? Which is weird. But yeah, because even when he had, he did a sketch when he was in the confessional with um, um Colin, uh, but yeah, his name Colin something. He used to be on the Daily Show SNL too back in the day. But um, yeah, because he because uh, this is the first time being a confession. He's not a Christian. He just wanted to go to the church to get some shit off his mind. But he's like, all right, bro, we gonna do a couple hail marys. Do you know the hail mary? And then Michael Jay was like, yeah. Then my friend's like, you better not. Then, he's, then of course Don't he starts seeing two. I was like, yes, that's exactly what's supposed to happen. Cause it's silly and it's black. <laughs> I literally thought about it too at the same time when he said, "I'm like, no, he ain't gonna do." It. Oh shit, he really did do it. I did one of my favorite skits too. It's the homegirl app. Basically, it's oh. an app. It's like Tinder for a beat up. It's like if, especially being man, it been sometimes you like, man, you lucky ain't no chick. Cause or like, mm. but if you had a chick, cause you don't really want equal rights. You don't really like equality. Cause you can equally get these hands. But sometimes you're in a situation where you're provoked. There might be some caring shit. Shouldn't be rude, but you got to be a man, responsible. Like, no, I'm leading the situation. You can be a little me all you want, but sometimes it's like, mm. So the homegirl app, you, you you know, hit up the homegirl. She come and she put hands on these girls. Like, especially she's just hitting you, doing some wall so you can't like. But you deserve, some people deserve an ass whooping. That's what the homegirl asked for. But back in the day, it was called the Zulu Wars. Zulu! What up, girls? But yeah, if we had an issue with a homegirl, or if we had an issue with a shorty, like, yo, we need you to handle this. They used to come with bats and shit, jump bitches. Oh, she doing what, y'all? Oh, she cheated on you? Where she at? Oh, yo, you talking to them sideways? All right, we're going to beat them up. And they used to beat up bitches for us. Like, that sounds like some real mob shit. But, yeah, so more, one or more occasion, <coughs> or more than one occasion, we had to call the homegirls and handle some girls. Because we can't, because we men. They respect bitches. There was uh, one time... <laughs> they respect bitches. There was one time where um, my mom found out from my sister Jessica that another girl was bullying her. And my mom turned to my other sister, Angie, who's older, and said, go get her. Angie picked this whole ass girl up and dropped her in a trash can. Sometimes she put her in a trash can. Oh yeah, because they even did a callback to the incident when was it New Jersey Karen? New when Jersey she, Karen. When yeah. she thought this little black boy took her phone, which he did, and just berated the little kid. His dad was there, and of course she a white. You can't put hands, but that's what the homegirl asked for. <laughs> like Keisha was there, and they did. Coco and Coco like, oh hell no. And the funny thing about it was instead of Molly Walk. The dude didn't order the homegirl app. She was just happy to be she there with her. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, homegirl This one's on me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, like, oh, and then, hoes. Hoes, hoes, hoes. That fucking sketch was fucking brilliant. Because it's basically this dude, you think he's like a guest speaker in his classroom. And it's like, I'm going to tell you about the most dangerous thing there is. They just brought on the chalkboard, like, hoes. <laughs> like, all right, that's what I'm like. But hoes, like, yes. Do you remember your, your, what your life was like before? Hoes, <laughs> you and your buddies riding your bike, nose in the wind, out of can the world. And then hoes came in your life. I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, because I I say this often. Like I remember the day before the days before sex. So like there's huh. life before sex, then life after sex. And once you get sex in your life, you're never the same because every part of you is now fixated. On sex in some degree, like every relationship moving forward with the opposite sex or the same sex, part of your brain is always thinking like, "What I fuck?" Or "I want to fuck." Why? Why not fuck? Like, "Oh shit, I want." She's like, "I want nipples." And sometimes you won't like to have a strictly strictly platonic relationship with somebody. I have plenty of those with my homegirls, but sometimes you can't because that's sex in your brain. And only that. And there's a thing too: hoes aiming women. Because the whole thing, also the backdrop, 
because that's the backdrop of the episode, but the main episode is Michael sharing his failed relationship, and he's going on about how it never works out, and he brings, like, all these girls to his this bar, which is in the lobby, and his house is, like, right above <laughs> it. And that's when it hit me at the end, the second time I watched it, like, oh, shit, I'm the hoe. I'll be at Nova all the time, like, yo, I got this drink here, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this one on me. The first one's already free. Like, taste, taste that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How oh, you like that? Order, order, order. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's up, bro? You can come here often. I know you know. I know the answer because I'm here all the time. Alcoholic, man. Social drinker? Yes, I'm very social. So I know what he means when you just get in your routine and do it over and over. And you think it's them, but you realize, no, bro. Like, you went to a club with your girlfriend and didn't dance with her. Act like she was Susan Richards. Yo. Invisible. Yes, Daniel. Yes, Daniel. He's done that. That's the story I was trying to tell. The the get deep perspective. Have him tell you your perspective that day. And and, 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 so it's like ah, I'm the whole. Now it's time I'm here. I'm like I fucked like three girls here. Like it's still the same three. Still the same three. Yeah, I was like, oh man, man, this place. I'm the I'm the whole. Like, but I'm okay with my wholeness. Until you want love, do you have to sit there and think about why can't I get this thing that everybody else seems to have in their life? Even the homeless. Even the homeless. Like, that's one time I realized, oh, yeah, I'm emotional because I saw this homeless couple go, like, this nigga ain't got shit. Literally. All they have is love. Each other. I'm sitting there like, I am mad. That shit triggered me. I'm sitting there like, I can't get a text back. Oh, I got that phone. Oh, like, yo. Why do you think the podcast? Because <laughs> it's the illusion that someone's listening and cares. Exactly. I'm sitting there like, I'm on the bus like this nigga ain't got a dollar to his name, but he got a woman though. Like look what I got, you ain't got. You got all that little dance moves can't get you this, can you? All that drip. <laughs> that shit gonna keep that shit. That shit ain't gonna keep you warm at night. Like, but you ain't warm. Well, technically, the dance moves will keep you warm at night if it's a cold night. And you, you gotta keep moving. Keep moving, baby. I'm talking about when I'm trying to sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, because anything that's funny is also sad at the same time. It's about how you cover it up. <laughs> but yeah, that scared shit close to home. As <laughs> they like, yo, you don't bring girls. That's why. I, that's why I don't try to bring girls in if I had it at the the instant too. But also, I can't bring girls there if I'm only meeting girls there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, I need to find somewhere to take you that's not around this. <laughs> then you don't see me around all these girls. You don't think I, I'm a hoe, but like, no. I'm potentially a hoe. I'm like Bobby Drake in the sense, like, they always tell me Bobby, he never reached his full potential as an Omega mutant. Mm-hmm. I never uh, matched my full potential. Potential? I have not. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> peaking. That's the, the older I get. The, the higher my whole whole potential gets, mm-hmm. and I'm like right up there, cause like yeah, I don't get a lot, but I get some, and like I've been getting the most during the pandemic, <laughs> which once again isn't like a weird humble brag thing. It's really not that much. It's just more than my normal, and it all happened during when there's a whole ass virus out there. I'm like yo, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna have some sex. Death by snooze, snooze. Death by snooze, snooze. Like for real, like. I can sit here and talk about that sketch all day. And I want, there's so many things I want to write, but the Noah spinoff. Oh my God. Like, I need to just start writing down some of these interactions because it is, it oh, is our chairs. Every time we say it, it just becomes more and more that. Oh, it's that. And now the fact that whatever fucking commercial, uh, TGIF, I want to say, is using the Cheers theme song. Because yeah. now people were able to go out, I say, you dirty And now they got Supernova West about to open up, and that shit's about to be the spinoff of the spinoff. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there like, yo. What's weirder than, a, than three dudes rolling D&D dice at a bar? You can't make that shit up. Mm-mm. People are like, you, like you don't have dice. Like, no. First off, last night's the first time a lot of people saw us throw them shits out, and everybody was like, Y'all niggas are nerds. I'm like, we've been told y'all that. Yeah, we got two podcasts and it's basically about geek shit, nigga. Y'all we know what the podcast is about. But shit. Y'all are we wearing like, some nerdness? Yep. Yep. Oh! Oh! Biggest nerd there is. Biggest nerd there is. That's funny. Fucking dweeb. Hell yeah. 
Mm. Oh, buddy, you feeling cool today? Or what's you get a plus five, though. Yeah, so that's a 12? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't lie. I don't lie. I got my crit one on emo. <laughs> I mean, confidence. On how sad we are. Yeah. I got my crit one on my confidence, Richter skill. But I also, I can tell people, the reason <laughs> I go out is to find somebody that keep me inside. <laughs> but, Mm-mm. yeah, I still got to be an outside nigga. <laughs> I do. See, I can say that about myself. Oh, my dumbass. I forgot my dice was in my bean. Word, but uh, yeah, so with that being said, if you have not checked out Michael, that damn Michael, Sh- Michael Shea show on HBO Max, not the real HBO, even that's a whole day, but we don't get bad at that. So now oh, it's time for yo, check it out, and this is where we're gonna give our recommendations for some shit you should check out if you're already a fan of that damn Michael Shea. So with me, it's obvious it's gonna be a black lady sketch show, mm. and also the boondocks, mm. black funny. Uh, what about you, Ross? Uh, it's the You already spelled both of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with both the live action and animated series of Black Dynamite. Ooh. I think I have I should have Yeah, I think you got the movie. I should have the movie. Now I'm looking at it. Damn, you got a recommendation? Oh, for if you like uh, that damn Michael Che? Yeah. Um... Give me a second. I had one. Oh, this is not just for kids. Can't you not put that one up there? Oh, yeah. I got it. I see it now. Why am I blanking? Mm-hmm. Because you wanted to say together again, which I was going to tell you no, it's not. No. Good. I wasn't going to say that. Cool. What are you going to say? Uh... Ooh. Oh, I mean... <laughs> I was just going to say, you take them. I know what oh, my yeah. new one is. Oh, wait, my new one is Craig on the Creek. Word. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, watch Bill Burnham if you like comedy. That's just where I'm at today. Disney Word. specials on uh, Netflix. Be careful when you watch it. It's, it's going to get you in your emotions in some sort of way. Oh, and Kim Peele. Ooh, Ooh. Kim Peele was funny. Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show was funny. Mark Fleabag. Oh, Fleabag. Mark was funny. Mark. Mark. Now, that's a good show. End. That's a good show. Because we know, we know alcoholism runs in your family. Really? <laughs> Even the Chris Rock show on the real HBO. <laughs> And with that, oh, snap. I just heard, oh. word. Hey, yo, yeah. So with that being said, this has been another episode of Yo, yo Where the Caps is at. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We appreciate you so much. Um, continue to support the brand. Follow us on whatever you're listening to. Share it with your friends and family. Follow the, the Escapey Network's YouTube page. My YouTube page, Kels for Show. I pr- promise you guys, one day I'm gonna put something else up there for reals. I'm just still uh, workshopping some shit. Mentally, I was about to say up here, but there's no camera, so you want to see me point to my head. <laughs> and um, yeah, and as always, I'm yours truly, Kels Michelle. Remember, be one or be nothing. Uh, y'all can find me everywhere, Roscoe Tinkoya. Y'all know how to find me. Xbox, uh, not the TikTok, that's Daniel's thing. Uh, <laughs> Snapchat, yeah, places like that. And of course, thank you, Daniel. Thank you for being here. And yeah, so. I'm just going to leave you guys with um, the new single from Black Tears. It's called um, Forever in the Shade, and it goes a little something like this. It's always dark in my heart. The shade is always on. But one thing that won't ever turn off is how I feel about that girl, that girl, I don't know your name, but oh, I feel the pain when you walk away from me every day at school. I'm the fool, but too damn cool. But look, Yo, my, look my way. Cry, cry, cry tears from the sky every year. Star shine, star shine, moonlight tonight. You're always the name I write in my death note. Oh, somebody wants to shut up. She's trying. <laughs>